0: Welcome to Drunk On Comics Podcast, episode 499. Are you going to do the woo
1: one more? No! I thought you were
0: going to because we've done that for the last 30, I feel like. Is
1: it? Woo! So yeah. close!
0: Someone would just be like, you know, episode 472. Woo! 28 more to 500!
1: No, I was we're actually so just going to protest the beginning of this because you picked a title that I don't like. Okay. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll give you two seconds to quick come up with a better one, because we've been sitting here forever trying to...
1: You kept talking! (laughs) Don't blame it on me, mister. I can't shut up because I've been in self-isolation for two fucking weeks.
0: True, true. (laughs) And you're
1: the only human contact I've had for a (laughs) really long time.
0: (laughs) Also very true, but... uh, We didn't have many comic books, but we we got into some in-depth of some cool comic book shows and... uh, it was, a, it was a fun one today to just catch up. It's been a, a little it's been minute. a
1: hot minute.
0: And so, uh, with that, you're just gonna have to grab a drink and uh, listen to this episode. So enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast episode 499. It's the last one ever. Nah. <laughs> so
1: stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: feels like it's been forever it has like been at least three weeks maybe four i can't remember the last time we recorded it's
1: been it's been a
0: while yeah i came down with the hiv and uh, or i mean nope not not that uh, the vid
1: <laughs> not- whoa whoa <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're, uh, you might have to do some editing for the first time in your life. COVID.
0: I ca- COVID.
1: <laughs> <was a> <laughs> Not... All right. Well, we need to have all, we stop because we need to have a whole separate discussion now. Cause I don't know where you got it from. You're like involuntarily celibate.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so we had to take a little bit of time off uh, for me to recover, um, getting better every day and, uh. Yeah, but, and then the week prior to that was, and I know where I caught it, too, is from a family function, had a giant reunion, so also took that, and we've, you know, we've been power on through, this is, what, episode 499, like, still. Oh my
1: we're god, still, I can't believe we have 500 coming up, and I haven't done any, like.
0: The things that we want to no, do No,
1: you wanted me to, like, go back, like, do you know what a task that is, to go back and watch what a
0: task it is going
1: to be for me? 499 episodes.
0: So I'll just, I'll just throw this out there right now, too, like. We might have another quick small break just because our 500th episode is going to be pretty awesome. At least from in my mind, what I'm thinking. Okay, maybe
1: you produce the shit out of it and just tell me what I need to do. As long as it's not listening to 499 episodes of our podcast.
0: But I I still I'm quite proud of you know we're still continuing with the little hiccups here and there. This uh, we've always been very uh, not say studious like very on time with. At least having a weekly show in this summer is kind of, since COVID's given us a little more thoughts of, let's enjoy some time outside of recording. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, you know, if people listen to this podcast, they're going to listen to it. At this point, at this point, if you're still listening to this podcast, like, I can't imagine like a couple week break is going to...
0: Well, that's the thing. So, with what we're planning on doing with our 500th, a lot of us uh, from past shows... I've messaged them all, and they've been telling me some ideas for this and that. And honestly, listening to some of those, some of them are cringeworthy, but then others actually pretty entertaining. The like,
1: of the old episodes, yes. Like yeah. there's
0: some things like, oh, why did we say that or why did we do that, or bringing up some things that I said that you know didn't pan out in a certain way. And but then I'm like, this listening to some bits and being like. We're, I I don't want to we're not comedians, but we, again, entertainment. We will say some dumb things that goes in a rant and then we'll laugh and then go on to a review here and there. And it's good. Yeah. It's, we honestly have been proud of how we got here.
1: I have to make one request for our 500th episode. Mm -hmm. Can you plug in the actual good fucking microphones for once? (laughs) Oh yeah, I guess. (laughs) Because I have there's not no reason for us to be using this fucking snow globe anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that came out of laziness, <laughs> and I, it, honestly, it's one of those things of, I guess I don't look to my left <laughs> to where I have all the good microphones. That yes, yes, I will set that up. If
1: y'all set it up, I'm taking that mixer back.
0: <laughs> no, okay, no. Nope. Okay. It has
1: to sound decent. I mean, for once, this, well,
0: the snow globe has been with us since the beginning, and it works pretty well. Yes, but yes. It sounds the... like
1: we're at, like we're clearly we sound like we're at a distance, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So <laughs> that's Thanks. just that's the one request I have for the 500th episode.
0: <laughs> well, besides some of those behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, let's get into some reviews. Which, unfortunately for me, I've been. Uh, Catching up with a lot of stuff, and I don't really have anything to talk Lame. about. Like, um, caught up on Eight Billion Genies, and that is freaking awesome. Yeah, the X Men books, which there are a ton. I'm getting caught up on those. I think I haven't gotten last week's of whatever came out recently, um, as well as the um, event Avengers, Eternals, X Men, X thing that's going on right now. I didn't start that side series because I did like that. The X-Men books are still just kind of going with what they are and Mm -hmm. they're making the issues of the, as a different thing. So it doesn't, uh, railroad us off from what's been going on in the certain X-Men books. It's its own kind of separate thing, but I didn't really start that. And then, but, uh, yeah, so I don't really have anything for this week to really talk about and, uh. I'm hoping you might...
1: Well, so, you know, when you tell me I don't have to record, that usually means I end up not reading any comic books. But I did... I I also caught up... Was am caught up on 8 Billion Genies, which has gotten really interesting in in issue 4.
0: What's really funny is I've told uh, some friends that aren't into... Well couple of them are more into anime and stuff and that's why we're friends but like they've read some manga but they don't like you know the superhero type things. i'm like this is not a superhero it's got it's got an end you know issue they have it all planned out i'm like that is the one book that right now i'm really recommending because it's so unique
1: yeah it's really good and like i love that in the art like you get stuff like The wizard from Curse Words was in one of the panels and stuff like that. So I love that Ryan Brown's throwing in, like, stuff from his previous work. But really good. Also caught up on Sweet Paprika. I feel like it's coming to an end soon with what's happening in it. So once it comes to an end, then I'll just do another full review. Um, But what I did read this last week... um, So IDW, famously known for things like Transformers a and a lot of the Hasbro type yeah, stuff. Yeah, and not really like a content generator just doing like series based on other other things. Yeah. Is getting into original series now. Um and like more mature sort of rated titles, so not just kid stuff. Not that all of their other stuff was um, all like all ages, but I feel like most of it Probably was you can't put yeah. out like a rated M Transformers. Yeah, I don't feel book. like yeah
0: there was ever yeah anything more adultish.
1: So ahead of that, ahead of these original titles coming out, they put out a, a series sampler with like the first five original series that they have coming out, and it's just a couple pages from each. Um, but I let me tell you what more comic book companies need to do this because I would much rather get a little sample before I commit to it and buy Mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, Oh, this sucks. I don't want to read this. And I know, I think on comiXology you can download samples. So that's nice. But this, this was just a really nice thing. Um, they have their, their first page talks about moving into the, the, the own creator owned sort of series that they're doing now, the IDW originals. And then the, the book samples that are in it are Dark Spaces, Wildfire, which is written by Scott Snyder. So he's just whoring himself all out, all, all over the place. Because <laughs> I think he does Comicsology originals, too. And he's also still on DC stuff. Yeah. And he's really getting around that Scott Snyder. <laughs> um, True Kilt? True Cult. True Cult? I don't know. It's V's. I hate it. Yeah, so
0: I was interested in, in reading this because I saw it came out. But again, like I said, I didn't get to read anything. Right. And I was trying to figure out what the fuck the title is. Yeah,
1: I think it's True Cult. I think the V's are supposed to be used. Okay. Or it's (laughs) (laughs) trivikivolt. But that's um, written by Scott Brian Wilson, with art by Liana Kangas. And then Crashing by Matthew Klein, and art by Morgan Beam. Earth Divers by Stephen Graham Jones, art by David guillen Felice and Felice, sorry, I oh, don't know, and Dead Seas by Kevin Scott and uh, Nick Brokenshire. So I have to say that just in the little snips of all of these books, they all seem very good. The one that didn't pull me in the most was w- Dark Space's Wildfire. Um, oh, it's just about a bunch of firefighters who put out fires. Okay. Like the big fires, like in California and stuff, and you know, there's interesting aspects to it. Like it's an all female, like the squad that it's following. At least in this very small snippet, is an all female squad that is made up of women who are incarcerated.
0: Oh, okay, interesting. So that's
1: an interesting thing, and the coloring of it is is nice as well. Um, but you know, just the story didn't pull me in gotcha. too much. Just in those couple pages. Not to say that means it's not good. It's just you know, the first couple pages didn't do it for me. Um, True Cult is about people who work at a fast food restaurant who decide to also like rob things, people. I don't know if it like the beginning introduces one of the characters and he robs like stores in the local area. And like in the beginning of it, he literally hits like a strip mall. And goes to every single store, and he knows he's not gonna get stuff from every single store, but he hits every single one of them. He gets like twenty bucks from one, and like six hundred dollars from the other. So he's not even hitting big stuff. But I think the idea of the book is that it escalates into a larger thing that they end up doing, where they hit like banks and stuff like that. That one was actually I would you were I would recommend picking it up and okay. reading it. Um, <clears throat> the next one, crashing. This one intrigued me because it takes place in an ER and you're following like the first character you meet is a doctor in the ER and you're learning a little bit about her. Like at one point in time she was addicted to I, uh, what I can only assume was heroin and, and almost died and stuff like that. But then you get a couple pages in and you realize that the she's a doctor for, well, in the world that she's in, are, there's also powered people. So, like, one of the people they bring in, they go to look. She says, oh, this guy looks familiar. And she goes to, like, open his eyes to look in it. And, like, a laser beam shoots oh. out of it and hits her in the arm. So, like, they have different protocols for people with powers and stuff like that. Sounds
0: interesting. Yeah,
1: I thought so. And the art's the art's pretty cool, too. Um, <clears throat> and then that, that one is certainly up your alley, for yep. sure. Um, earth Divers Kill Columbus... This one, I'm not fully certain what's going on, but it includes time travel, and they're in the future when the Earth is dead. The people who could leave left on on airships, spaceships, okay. I guess is what they're called. <laughs> and the people, a lot of the people who weren't, weren't able to leave died. And so these... Oh, and one of the lines I thought was great was, it says... Um, those who can, those who can leave, and those were, who were here first stay. So they're talking about first people, right? Native Americans and stuff like that. And they decide that the solution is to that the the problem is America, specifically, and the solution is to go back and kill Columbus. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: That, I get, that makes sense in many things yeah. that I have never really thought of. yeah it's, it
1: was enough of like a concept at the beginning that I was like, oh, I think I have to keep reading this <laughs> and figure out what what happened, what <laughs> caused why it was America that caused the world to die and like all of this other stuff. Um, and then the last one was Dead Seas and this one, the 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 amount of pages that you got from this were only two, so it wasn't a huge intro, but it was enough that it was like it's this girl talking about how whatever this thing that happened happened on her seventeenth birthday, and then it then she starts talking about her sister, and um, the last panel is this little girl standing in front of a door with like this crazy looking ghost standing behind her but she references um she's her parents are arguing and she comes out and she's like basically guys i can't go to sleep and Mm -hmm. he's like go back to bed and she's like but i it's abuelita she i can't because of her and then you see that it's
0: It's a pretty scary freaking ghost
1: of her grandma but the whole concept of this book is that ghosts are real now like they just exist so they mentioned Dia de los Muertos Mm -hmm. Which is when you're supposed to be able to like Commune with the dead And I don't know if something got stuck Open on that day And then ghosts just were like Hey we're back and we're here But they're fucked up looking It's such a great graphic Scary terrible ghost But anyway So these all sound like really great stories It makes me excited for IDW's Original If this is what they're starting with
0: yeah, especially because it seems so different from kind of what they've put out before. Yes,
1: for sure. And they're the stories, they're not putting out a bunch of stuff that feels the same, right? They're not doing, like, a bunch of superhero stuff. They're not doing a bunch of horror comics. They're doing a bunch of different genres. And I don't know if these are all going to be limited series or if they're planning on, on doing long haul with these or what the plan is, but I know that there's definitely a couple of these that I will at least start reading, with the intention of reading them for a while if they're good. Um, so yeah, that's what that's what I got well, for you excellent. this week. That was
0: a pretty uh, pretty good uh, roundup of some yeah some new books coming out.
1: I really want to read Crashing, I think, is the one out of all of them that sounded the most interesting. Yeah. But even with the cover, there's signs in the back that says, God hates powers. No, po- So there's definitely something going on in this world that I want to find out about.
0: Well, moving on from comic books, uh, there's been a lot of great entertainment coming out of comic books uh, recently mm-hmm. and kind of want to just weigh in on some of those because okay. we may be late to some of the parties, uh, some of the stuff that debuted like two weeks ago where you can binge watch it all and everything, but uh, let's start off with the newest one, She-Hulk. Right, okay. So, I loved it. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. Did you not? It was alright. See, I uh, the one thing I will say is I do feel... The way she turned into She-Hulk, I think in the comics, was just a lot better. Oh, you or mean just... that
1: tiny little drop of Bruce's blood that got into her bloodstream yes, and turned that... her into the She-Hulk immediately? That uh, one? Yeah. yeah. That, that
0: was like, that was kind of, sh- yeah, a strange way to really do it. Right. Like, uh, with that flying uh, Sakarin ship, too, like, what's going on with that? Because they didn't explain.
1: I, Bruce, no, Bruce explained it. They must have a message or else they wouldn't be here.
0: Maybe maybe they're looking for a lawyer
1: or something <laughs> and
0: needed her. But uh, in the comic books, she's shot up by some mobsters. And then the person with the closest, you know, blood type was Bruce Banner. And then that's how she gets the blood. Right.
1: Blood transfusion. Yeah. Makes sense. Which makes sense.
0: This was a little bit, Yeah. yeah. Far-fetched that, but you know what? After kind of... As I always do with most of these shows, that's not how it was in the comics. I just accept it for, yeah. this is what they did, and holy shit, the rest of it was funny as hell. The montages of them training, her explanation of how she keeps it in control was a big, like, I thought, yeah, I thought it was interesting. I have
1: feelings about that. And my feelings are this.
0: Okay, white misogynistic no, no, dude.
1: No, 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 no. So... I am a feminist, and I, I appreciate what they're trying to do in the show, okay? But there's a difference between m- creating a multifaceted female character who part of her is like, I'm a woman, and here's how I've suffered, and here's why I'm better than you, and making that their entire character. And so far, that's her entire character. And it pisses me off because... Part of being a feminist to me is realizing that Women aren't just one thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: And I was talking to this With Josh the other day and he goes Well she's a lawyer too Lindsay And I'm like It's <laughs> not what I mean But like So again like it, just, it really feels like It was A stab at like Explaining the, the troubles Of women compared uh-huh. to men Written by men I could, okay. and whether that's true or not I don't know but it fe- just felt really heavy handed to me and and it is. It's just it feels a little bit insulting to the audience um, the dudes that are going to get pissed off about that stuff are going to get pissed off whether it's subtle or not because they find it you don't need to hit them in the head with it and you're not going to change their minds the people like you who understand that women have problems that you don't have in life don't need to be smacked in the face with it over and over and over again. And I yeah. certainly don't need to be smacked in the face with it over and over and over again. <clears throat> her little speech that she gave, fine. Yes, I makes sense. But then over and over and over again, it was like, well, of course I'm better than you, Bruce. I'm a woman. So, And I'm just like, oh, God. I really hope that they, like, dial that back a bit and make her a much more multifaceted character. Okay. That's what I want as a woman. I don't want so I don't want a feminist icon who that's all she fucking talks about.
0: <laughs> well, so I feel like what we're going to see is again, her she's refusing to be the Hulk but as regular Hulk said to her People are gonna find you now. Like, there's right. nothing you can do. And then that right. last scene of the uh, Titania yeah. coming in, like, that's the first of her. Just probably gonna have the break. <laughs> the
1: choreography in that fight scene was terrible. For well, from a for a Marvel show, I expect way more than that. It was bad, and I don't know if that was but intentional. It's, but
0: it's not a fight show, Linz. It's a it's a it's lawyer a show. lawyer
1: show. I so.
0: <laughs> I, so there's there's a couple of things with uh, that I I liked and then didn't like and some things that I had to l- learn about as well. And that fourth wall breaking, it took me out of it at first because I'm like, it's canon though. And that's the thing that I John didn't Burn realize. John Byrne did it, yeah. Before even Deadpool had yeah, that
1: in like the '80s, I think, right when he is that when John Byrne did it, yeah. yeah.
0: And and I'm like, wow, that's a thing that I didn't learn because I've I know She Hulk. From her appearances in Fantastic Four and when she's in the Avengers. But I've never truly read some... I think I may have read, like, maybe a story arc of a She-Hulk, you yeah. know, series, but I never picked that book up. Especially because, too, in the 90s, there I don't think there really was the She-Hulk books at the time. No, she was, it's
1: because people hated... There being a woman <laughs> No! People, for some reason, and I think if you go back and read the John Byrne run on She-Hulk, like, it's not bad, but I think a lot of people hated the fourth wall breaking in that book. It just, well, for me... It was too, it was something they weren't used to, and they were like, and then, but then Deadpool comes along, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's funny.
0: But there's a reason why I feel like it works for Deadpool, is because in the Marvel Universe... Deadpool people know Deadpool is insane right so when he says these things out loud Ah, to us readers but like if he's with Wolverine walking down and he's talking to us Wolverine just puts it off as you're a dumb idiot right and it's nothing where when like in the show when Jen did it and then like Hulk kind of looks over her of like what are you talking to it really makes you be like That's a mutant superpower, or is it something else? Yeah,
1: no, it's just very... And and it it makes it feel a lot like Ally McBeal, too.
0: Well, and so I'm okay with what they do in the TV show. Doing it, fine, especially because it's finding out that it is something that she's done. Right. But again, it's not really a superpower. No. And if it were to happen in like a big-scale Avengers movie where she then does it... That takes me out of... Because that's a setting that's different from this comedy right. lawyer show. Yeah. But if Deadpool were to do it again, it's so associated with him. And again, in-universe... Who are you talking to, Deadpool? Like, right. Insane. There's a in-world in thing. So that's one of the things where I'm accepting it for now. Yeah. It kind of sets up some funny jokes for at least what they're kind of doing. Uh, the other thing is... Um, I, I've, I've realized I like the the smart Hulk that they have going on right now. Okay. Like for, for Bruce Banner Hulk. The problem that I, I'm then seeing, though, is when we finally get in the comic books a smart Hulk, we've already had some of his other personalities. Because I want to say there's seven or nine. There's a handful of different mm-hmm. types of Hulk, whether he's smart or just more stronger or this or that that we saw this, uh, I guess, this growth of him to get there. And then, of course, he'd lose it again later in whatever comics. But having two, like, human-talking Hulks, I feel takes away a bit of what made Jen so unique. Right. Because at the time, Hulk or Bruce Banner will turn into a a giant monster. Right. And so him saying, you don't want to do this, and her just being a normal, like, human persona in there... Mm -hmm. Is the big like difference between the two? But yeah. in the show, well, they're they're both kind of good. Like I don't know. It,
1: yeah, it, and they tried they try to like skirt around that by him being upset, right? Yeah. That a she's already mastered things so quickly, and b that she doesn't have when he asks her how many people are in there with her. She's like, "What are you talking about? There's no one in here with me," um, meaning. Her mute, the gamma radiation only affects her cellular structure and not her brain, right? And that could be because she didn't get a full fucking dose of it directed at all sides of her fucking body, yeah. and it it was just a tiny drop that went to her mm-hmm. goddamn bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> but I I obviously I'll keep watching it. I like it. was it was all right. It, it, well, I didn't hate it. It is it my favorite Marvel show? Not yet. Will it be? Probably not, but I'll, I'll stick but in it, there and see. It's still entertaining.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. Well, same uh, as you know, people, I, I can agree. I'm going to love all these things just because I, I love everything that's going on, but Miss Marvel, I wasn't that target audience. Right. It was more for younger, but I still enjoyed oh, it.
1: I See, I loved that one.
0: But I'm saying, and yeah. different people can have different variants of right. where they're at, so I can see the She-Hulk not being for everyone. I watched it with my friends, and they they just thought it was hilarious and loved it and i'm like cool awesome we right. got some people that love it some people i don't like the people that hate it you can have your criticisms and, and actually just not like it for reasons but before it even debuted it was getting bombed on like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDB no one had seen it
1: right well it was from the trailers cuz the trailers were so shitty yeah and yeah.
0: and i will they s-
1: they fixed it I feel like they fixed it. They...
0: I, the CGI seems a lot better. I think I pinpointed why I still have a problem, and it's I think the hair.
1: Oh, because her hair goes straight when she goes into She-Hulk. Not
0: that, even though it is a little <laughs> bit of a problem. I feel and like, longer. I feel like uh, Tatiana needs to have longer hair to, yeah, make it seem a better transition because when Bruce Banner changes, his hair is almost the same. Right. But the the difference is. Bruce Banner's hair as Hulk is short, so you don't notice there's not subtleties of the hair waving, where when you have long hair, right. when you move, yeah. that hair needs to flow in a way that it just feels like it's more of a plastic um, plasticky
1: Right, well, and you remember from Inhumans that one of the Medusa, biggest complaints was yeah. Medusa's hair and being terrible. And it takes
0: a lot of intense yeah. things, so I, I don't think there's anything that they could do unless they put another couple of million in it. Right. So again, I'm trying to be like, why am I hating it for this? There's limitations that we understand. Maybe the, at least in the movies they will get a little bit better. Yeah. I'm not gonna hate a whole show just no. because...
1: Well, and that. you know, like there's people out there whose favorite character is She-Hulk, and they've been waiting their whole lives for this, and you know, it, to them it's amazing.
0: I've heard too that there's going to be a lot of small cameos of, like, B, or not even B, C and D list, like, bad guys, which that's... Awesome. That's some of the stuff that I've wanted to see more of, like, when you get these shows, you have the hero or two, and, like, the one or two bad guys, Uh and maybe some name-dropping. I'm really glad that they can explore, just because it makes it feel like a more fleshed-out world. Like, every Spider-Man movie has the two bad guys, and maybe a third one here or there. But he has a lot of them if they just did like a walk down like a prison and you saw these cameos you're like yeah there's more that in our minds we can make up mm-hmm. Were some adventure here or there and so i really i'm looking forward to that i think it's going to be good it's a lot better than I, w- I went in with normal expectations but it it, it beat them so it's yeah a little bit better
1: yeah i i you know i'll see i'll see how it turns out and you know the I think the reason why I liked Ms Marvel so much is because they really did go hard on that character and making it like multifaceted with her, you know, being a girl and being Muslim and and mm-hmm. stuff like that and it just multi multidimensional which I that's all I want. I just want a mul- if she's going to be a feminist, fucking great. But being a feminist myself, I do not talk about it 24 hours a day, 7 days <laughs> <Yeah>. a week. <laughs> And that's, I just hope that that's not the consistent dialogue in the show.
0: Um, another show that uh, has come out recently is Paper Girls. Yes. And I am still kicking myself. Yep. And and I, at first I was going to come in here like blaming you. But again, it wasn't blaming you because I know you told me to read. I, I read the first issue and I knew it had time travel, Yeah. which is one of the things that I love the most. But having watched this and just how the time travel works and stuff, I'm just like this is so good this is so crazy this is and I have to say those the the girl actresses for these parts oh they're
1: great they're so cast good. they're cast really well
0: and 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 again sometimes when you get child actors you they're hit or miss we all know the stranger things cast is great and phenomenal and I think it's just a testament to the now of there are better younger right. age actresses the one girl Mac, the whole time I kept uh, looking at her though, with her hair and the way her attitude kind of was, I kept thinking of um, oh, what's his name? Is it Andrew Furlong or uh, from Terminator Two?
1: Oh, Eddie Furlong. I, yeah, because
0: <laughs> she's got kind of the,
1: the and
0: I I was like, am I gonna say this on the podcast? With and I pulled up a picture of him from Terminator Two and I go, could damn near be brother sister.
1: Well, and you know I'm you know when this movie takes place, it's completely possible that like she's she was the type of chick who would have loved the terminator oh for
0: sure and that's uh, the music in the show yeah the, the t-shirts that they're wearing of just different uh rock bands there was a one one time when uh one of when they meet their other selves and i don't want to give too much away because it's just so good of how the writing and flowing and the loophole or time loops and all this but one of the girls is wearing a... It says DMB, which is... Most of us would know Dave Matthews, Band. Mm-hmm. But when they're in this future, they've never heard of that. And so one of the girls... I can't believe your older self gave you a shirt that says, dumb. That would be so like you. <laughs> and just like... Those small things are... I'm just like... These are kids. And these... Yeah. They act like kids. There is a whole scene, which I don't know if you remember from... If it was in the comics or not. Where one of the girls realized that she was going to have her period and they're sitting there, they stole a box of tampons and then reading what they have to do and it was funny, it was heartfelt, but it seems like it's a real thing. And I thought people shy away from putting these real life things right. sometimes into shows and it was something that me as a guy would never have to go to. But I'm sure many girls when that happens may or may not be like, what is going on with no, my body?
1: 100%, they all are. Yeah. <laughs> so guarantee. it was really
0: funny and cute and pointed to the story um, with one of the girls when she finds her super or future self and that realization of things that you wouldn't think of as a young age. It's just so good. And mm-hmm. so again, I, I'm mad that I missed out.
1: I know. And if you only got through the first issue, literally the first issue ends with I think them, um, not even, it, it ends at that point where like they get the phone, right? Yeah. And in the, in the book, it actually does have an Apple on it. Like they are Apple products mm-hmm. in the show. It does not have it for copyright yeah. reasons. Right. Um, but yeah. And so the first issue ends there. There's not, not even a hint of time travel.
0: Well, no, and, it, well it was, yeah, it was, yeah. Finding the phone yeah, knowing
1: that it, that it shouldn't be it, right, in this
0: timeline. Right.
1: Um, so yeah, you definitely should. And you, tomorrow and I have all thirty. Okay. I Thank have to go back know. and relook at it, make sure I didn't miss anything. Because it's one. It was one of those books that I was like, eventually I'll read all of it. And then I was like, did I? Or did I stop and just thought I was gonna read it all?
0: I was again. Well, I, and when I texted you too, I got to one of the episodes where I'm like, man, the future. Like, without giving away, one of the girls has, as being the young thirteen year old paper girl, she is like. Her plans are to go to MIT and be successful in this net. And when she finds out her future self is more of a laid back, like, club scene. And then you find out she dropped out of school. And she pretty much is telling her younger self, it took us forever to realize some of that shit doesn't matter. Right. And the little girl's like, no, this is all that we want. And then the older self's like saying, like, Listen to me. I lived it. I know, and I'm giving you a head start. And I was just like, I want to slap this little girl because it's like,
1: well, both of the because even before that, the first one, the first adult you run into, the first kid adult combo, same thing though. Mm-hmm. They're all the children are very disappointed with their futures. Yeah. So, because, because spoilers, fucking spoilers. Mac finds out she died that she died when she was sixteen.
0: <laughs> That's some heavy shit.
1: It to is. Take. It is. So it is. It's <laughs> definitely. It's interesting because it's allowing... The the idea is that it's allowing these 13-year-olds to kind of, like... Not only are they dealing with time travel and, like, having to understand that whole fucking concept, Mm -hmm. but they're also coming face-to-face with, like, already being disappointed in themselves and their futures. Which is something a lot of us don't get to do until we're, like, in our late 20s and early 30s. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or some of us still never progress beyond that point, but...
1: So, it is, it is, and, I mean, again, you have to, like, think about who's writing this book, and Brian K. Vaughn has such a talent. He, he never was a 13-year-old girl. That man never had a period. You know what I mean? Like, he never once lived in any of those shoes, but he did a very good job mm-hmm. writing about them. So, definitely a good show. It's on Amazon Prime, if, you, if, you, if you, people haven't watched it yet.
0: Yep. The I whole would, first season is all yeah, there. Yeah,
1: and it's, it's one of those shows that I'm worried about going under the radar and then not coming back for another season, you know? Yeah. So, I would certainly say go out and watch it, especially if you want to break from, like, all the Marvel shit. Yep.
0: And then one of the shows that, I don't know, do you watch Westworld?
1: No, I I watched season one and and two. I made it through two and then we started watching three and I was like, I don't like this anymore.
0: And that's how a lot of people felt. And the the fourth season uh, ended uh, the other week and it brought back that magic of mystery and trying to figure out. I for one always knew season three was that transitional period. I didn't realize everyone hated it so much because it wasn't the parks, and there was still some mystery, but it it was more straightforward. Cause it was of the so
1: dystopian too. Well, like, like
0: it's even more that. But the the thing that I love about Westworld is it's one of those water cooler shows because a it's on a uh, a release of each week once a week, so you have the whole week mm-hmm. to to really think and I watch it with uh, two of my friends and our theories are always proven wrong but it's sometimes when you get proven right like you're like yes one of the things that I've started to realize is why am I doing so much of the that like trying to out what's going to happen yeah. and more just explore the themes of the show of what makes you you could you truly if they took everything that is in your brain and put it in a robot is that still you? Right. Most people kind of get into a point of a soul and this and that and be like, fine, what if we took scooped out your brain, your physical brain mm-hmm. is in a robot, mm-hmm. just like you could be hooked up to an iron lung or something, and most people would be, probably have to weigh in of like, yeah, that's still me. Okay, but what if we just digitalized who you were? Is mm-hmm. that still you? And then, well, it's not. Well, why not? What if you fell asleep today
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you woke up in a robot body? Mm-hmm. Is like that you? Like on Doom, Doom Patrol? Yes. Doom Patrol-ish. That's partly... <laughs> uh, upload. Also, uh, really good upload, yes. Or uh, Altered Carbon, if you ever watched that. The first season. Second season sucked. First season, phenomenal. Yeah. Exploring this uh, type of thought process. And I'm like... Again, also, too, it's like all these people that are arguing of like, well, that can't happen in our life. Well, like, yeah, they can't. we don't have human robots. Right. Right. But yeah, yeah. I mean, explore but the like ideas. 20 years ago,
1: we also didn't have cell phones that fucking fit in our pockets that are now mini computers, so mm-hmm. I wish people would just calm down with the whole, like, woo, it doesn't exist. Okay. Right. Lots of things didn't exist quite not that long ago, so.
0: I'll just say this whole season was great uh, for people that dropped off after third. I would highly say come back to this one they always said they had five seasons i always thought that they secretly got approved for five but they haven't yet but the way it ended you could almost see where then they end it and it it works as a series ending but it definitely doesn't because there's so many other questions Mm -hmm. that need to be answered i just
1: i just hope it ends in jurassic park (laughs) <laughs> this isn't. Aren't they both Michael Crichton books? Yes, yeah. and that's what many people also have thought of too. <laughs> that would like, be amazing. This
0: is all this practice is for the yeah getting the dinosaurs to come back and. <laughs> uh, but Westworld was awesome, and then the last that I want to quick talk about, but I don't know if I can quick talk about it or not. Well, is... you
1: have to be careful talking about it because I'm only three episodes into this one, but I also haven't read the comic book. And so, it is true, it would truly be spoilers for me. I know enough about it to, like, understand what's going on and, like, what's going to happen and things like that. Um, but
0: the Sandman was just, it was damn near perfect for an adaption.
1: That's what I've heard, like, so I have, I, I read the first issue of the book, and then I watched the, the first episode. Okay. And oh, cool. it's fucking almost mirror perfect
0: there is uh, actually something that many uh readings like i go to some of the forums to like people talking about what they liked and disliked uh in the show where they showed the wheelchair breaking the circle in the spell someone said holy shit i never noticed but they brought up the panel from the comic saying they did that in the comic something that none of us yeah ever really noticed that small thing in the comic book because there's the the comics are both just the story but then the visuals of Mm -hmm. the comic is so hard to where you'd be able to do some of these scenes but i think they they really did them well to where yeah you could do page for page of some of those uh scenes and that really worked the only difference that again this brings out the the idiots for for not understanding that these are neil gaiman's choices now is some gender bent people and uh i don't want to say race bent but having some more uh multicultural yeah yeah in in the thing when it was written yes a lot of comic book heroes were all white
1: well and it was written by a white dude and uh, like
0: but a very uh, It is
1: easy to put other, it is easy to put ethnicity and multicultural stuff into your books. But also when you are in the 80s and you're writing a book that is like spewing out of your mind, I'm sure the visual is going to be reflective of the life yeah. that you're living.
0: But like for Neil Gaiman who is very inclusive with everything, he he also realizes at the time like I which if you've ever read the books cuz all these people are talking about Oh this some woke show turning this way and that way it's like the books had gay lesbian mm-hmm. trans people even they he just didn't have some more diverse cast and he's just like that was that was on me of not having thought of that mm-hmm. cuz he's just writing a story and how right. it goes he's correcting those things so when the actual creator of a world makes changes no one has the authority to say no. Netflix is ruining this because it's, it's not Netflix. The creator. Yeah. Now, if...
1: Net, I, can we all understand that Netflix doesn't make shows? Can we all agree that that is the truth? They buy shows.
0: You, they did some.
1: They gave money to them. They didn't make the show. There's no oh, Netflix well, yes, producer. There's no... Um, There's no showrunner from Netflix. On the production saying this is how it needs to be done They buy the show They give them the money And then Mm -hmm. everyone makes the show Unlike most production companies Where there are people from The producing Entity Knocking shit down And redlining shit That is the way Netflix works So we need to stop Dogging Netflix They make some poor buying choices for sure Um, But we need to stop saying Netflix is ruining things because they're not. Um, Second of all, I wish people would stop using woke as a fucking derogatory
0: term. The people that (laughs) use the word woke are the ones that don't fucking even understand what it means. And it's like, I've never seen someone that is very inclusive really talk about woke unless we're using it sarcastically against the people that use it.
1: But again, the concept of being woke and I feel is something exclusive to white people. You can only be woke if you're a white person. And it is because you've awakened to the idea that being white comes with a baseline like privilege. Whether you're poor white, whether you're rural white, whether you're city white, just being white allows you to like walk through a neighborhood unmolested. Well, I don't. I wouldn't even say
0: that. It's just the opposite. Is you are asleep. You're asleep at the wheel. You are not living in reality because being living in reality means you are awake to see that there's well, so right. much That's what I'm differences. Saying.
1: Realize that you, as a person, whether you Realize that
0: was me mansplaining to you. Whether, whether so
1: you've I'm had saying. a trouble, <laughs> whether you've had a trouble life or not. There's still, you still have an advantage and you're awaking yes. to that idea. It's something that you didn't realize probably because you grew up around a lot of white people and didn't have a lot of diver- diversity in your life. I mean, you probably went to school with more, a more racially diverse group of people than I did. There were literally all white people in my school and like two Native Americans. Yeah, well, I will say. <laughs> and the so- Asian kid that was adopted by the white family.
0: Like, my, my, uh, it's not a criticism, my, my want for the show was to visually see death as that death that a lot of us, when we read this as young teens, fell in love with, this look and this iconic, like, that, that goth girl, you know, and the woman that they got to play her, no, she exuded everything that death was, so it doesn't matter what she, plus she's also a very beautiful actress. Right. Um... So there is no difference in the overall story with her personage of what she looks like. Plus, when it comes to the Endless anyways, they show themselves to each person differently. We as the viewers get to see a certain aspect so that we know who they are throughout the whole series. Mm -hmm. But Dream has been cats. He has been, you know, a young black man. He's been, he's been Different races and creatures—they're
1: not human beings.
0: It just we see them as that because it helps us understand the concept of what they are, and and yes, and so I do have one criticism with uh, one of the the actresses, mainly because she was just too inexperienced and stuff, and I don't even want to go into Astra. No. Oh. just I don't even want to go into really what it is, uh, because I'm hoping it within between, but she's an integral part to the overall story, so uh, she is a person who is gender-bent, or not gender-bent, uh, race, you know, changed. Uh, again, I'm just kind of throwing it out there, because I don't want to really dox I, her. I want to know
1: who you're talking about. I'll
0: tell you afterwards, but sh- her. Dox. I felt like her, her acting was subpar to where who... Who she was playing needs needed to be a little more. I don't know. Show that emotion on the face, even though mm. like they're brave, but deep down, you know they're scarred. And the person just seemed like a happy kid. So, uh, with that being said, though, love it. Uh, they also just released uh, a secret episode that has two stories that I thought they were. Go- we we learned about this the last couple weeks that um, some people were reviewing this other episode, this 11th episode, that that people were like, wait, what, did they really do this? Is there another story? And then since that broke, they've now released it. So now there's 11 episodes on uh, Netflix. I thought they were going to hold this off as like a secret, like it's come Christmas time to get people to remember this show. Mm -hmm. Because it has been uh, the top of the Netflix uh, realm rankings for a while. Sure. But that does not necessarily mean that it's going to get renewed for a season two. Neil Gaiman's already writing the drafts for what they want because he's preparing for that. But even he has said that really the renewal comes down to cost because this is such a really expensive show uh-huh. that, you know, it Netflix has not renewed it yet. And we really need to show them that people want this. But I'm just so happy that people have been truly loving it. Yeah. People that may have either been fans that were like, this is so good of an adaption. Because, again, besides, I feel like ugh, people will always say The Lord of the Rings is one of the best adaptions, which it is. But there are some extra filler things that you need to do. Same with this. Because when you have a comic book, you need to have more dialogue than what's on the pages of the comic book. Hey. And so some small things can be changed As we've already talked about the gender and the race and stuff, and one of the big things with Lucifer talking and doing some things more in that episode, too, it just fleshes it out a little bit. So it doesn't need to be a perfect adaption, because the whole story is about Morpheus, a.k.a. Dream, and his, you know, coming about.
1: (sighs) I enjoy, So so in Wicked and Divine, Lucifer was also a blonde woman. Um, that was a whole different sort of thing, like where the gods got put into different human bodies over a certain amount of times. But I really enjoyed that character a lot. And so when I saw that they were doing Lucifer, it's uh, Gwendolyn, whatever her name is, from Game of Thrones, and she was also in Star Wars. Um, I thought it was cool. And did I know that Lucifer was a man in the comic books? Yes. The reason why I know that is because I know a little bit about it. But they also did that TV show. Mm-hmm. that was based on that character, right?
0: Yes. So and... that makes...
1: It, that is the one thing that just makes it a little bit harder, I think, for people because they already had him in media and it was like a buddy cop show and there was like love interests and stuff like that's that. That's why I hate
0: this show because it was not that in the comics.
1: So then you, like, people who watched that show are like, this is who Lucifer is mm-hmm. when really that's not the case.
0: Yep. And also people need to realize though that it's the Lucifer show and what my brother says is they eventually got back to the comic stories of it was a uh, byproduct of Sandman. what we'll see is Lucifer as uh, Neil Gaiman created and spoiler alert, within Neil Gaiman's thing uh, story Lucifer does give up hell and that's a whole other thing that has that Dream has to kind of deal with too But uh, Mike Carey then made the Lucifer comic book that continued off from where Sandman made this character. And then most all that, again, it's Neil Gaiman's creation of who this character is. But Mm -hmm. the whole story in essence then became uh, Mike Carey's uh, world. So I just kind of want to throw that out there too. Of They are separate but equal in some senses. But Gwendolyn Christie I thought very good. Because... Okay, if David Bowie was alive, sure, you need to cast him uh, because as Neil, Ga- that's who he was right. made to look like. Just like a lot of the other Endless and people, he... Um, well, Morpheus looks
1: like the guy from The Cure, right? Yeah. Because,
0: well, yeah. and a bit like Neil Gaiman. Yeah.
1: Uh, the, I really he, think he d- just Neil Gaiman was modeling himself yeah. after the guy from The Cure. There, there's, <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: going to be true, too. But a lot of them are based off of different rockers yep. and everything... That, Neil Gaiman had enjoyed And then he's like, this is the way I kind of want them to look And you know what? That's a cool kind of visual basis For people trying to know who they were But, again, a different medium A different, it doesn't take away the story What you look like here or there Plus, uh, the big reasons why he uh, casted Gwendolyn Was he loved her in the play of A Midnight, Summer's Night Mm. Dream That he had saw her in Plus, he's like, she's a very tall person having this very tall lucifer uh in the fourth episode when they he goes salmon goes to hell this yeah tall imposing person who also is very uh well-spoken you know it's not a evil you know right most people judo christian think of a lucifer it's a god These books are so amazing, so philosophically talking. I'm just so happy with how perfect it was, and I can't wait till it gets renewed, because it better be. Right, yeah. But then, speaking of renewals, though, HBO is going on a... Chopping rampage. This has
1: been in the news for, like, weeks now. It's so disappointing. I hate that there's an entire tax law written that allows them to do this.
0: And also, again, going back to Westworld, hasn't been renewed yet. Will this person chop it to just... Because, you know, chopping all these shows, sure, you do need to make some financial... uh, like questionable things of like it sucks people love this but it just wasn't making money or it right raised by wolves fucking love that show and i pissed that that got canceled that was one of the first in the chopping box but me as a like human realizing it probably wasn't for a lot of people oh, that
1: show is a lot Yes. like so much that i couldn't i didn't even watch the second season because i was like I don't think I can go through another season of There's this. There's
0: some deep, like... It's deep...
1: too intense.
0: And and so that's one where I, like, I can understand or I can see. But then right. some other stuff that you've already made and you, you can't just release any... Like, why? And because the tax write-offs and all this other bullshit. But you know who gets that money? It's the people at the top. Oh, yeah. It's not the people that created this show. Sure. It's not the people that could show off their work. It doesn't help them. It doesn't help you and me. It helps out the few. And so this fuckwad that's been going through the head of Discovery. Mm -hmm. So let's look at Discovery. Where they went from good programming to uh, Let's Catch Crabs, the New England show, or the Alaskan show, or the South Pacific show. Like, Ice Road Truckers, India, or something like (laughs) that.
1: India ice road uh, truckers <laughs> India trying to see <laughs> <it forward. laughs> some other country just
0: all these shows that they're cheap to make but there's people that yeah. will tune into them but they're not uh, entertaining right. and this guy thinks that's the future this guy is chopping shit that is just amazing right for stuff that will only again make them rich so it's right. not for any of our benefit
1: yeah so So HBO was originally owned by, um, Turner Media, I think. And, um, when I, I want to say that they were forced to sell HBO because they were getting very close to being a monopoly. Um, I can't remember, or they just wanted to jettison that one. I can't remember the reason why they sold it. So then AT&T bought it, which didn't make sense but it happened. And AT&T very much realized soon after that that they didn't want to be in the business of making television um, because they are a telephone (laughs) company, telecom service and not a production company. And they have been sitting on it for a really long time. And finally just were like, I don't even know that like, I mean, they sold it to Discovery. Well, but like but they, they merged, sold so just... it. Yeah, it was it was just very weird because HBO and and Warner Brothers specifically is way bigger of an entity than Discovery is. How did this tiny little company?
0: Yeah, get all this. Get
1: say? Warner Brothers, which is it's just the whole thing is fucked up.
0: This is why mergers shouldn't fucking happen because it well, doesn't there's, benefit anyone.
1: They're spo- I mean, some mergers. So, I'm, listen, I'm not going to go out and say that all mergers are bad. There have been mergers in history and still happen today that are very beneficial to all parties. However, this one is not. And these, this is why things like, I like, usually two similar companies of grandiose size before they merge have to be approved by the government to avoid things like monopolies. Because what could happen otherwise. Is Warner Brothers and Discovery can merge, and then Warner Brothers, Discovery, and I don't know, Disney could merge. And like all of a sudden, you just get this one giant company and nobody has the ability to free market that shit. There's no more free market at that point
0: mm-hmm. so so i'm I'm worried about Westworld still, so it's a very real possibility. yeah and again, They'll look at it as, well, it's, you know, too, too much. expensive or this and, that. and the, not
1: enough people are watching it. Yeah, But
0: then it's also interesting, too, because uh, they greenlit. And obviously the, the, the this television show, House of the Dragon, was made before this merger. But I'm wondering if that's going to go for the, the long haul as well, especially with how they know there's some salty people still like me. And I heard that it was decent.
1: I'm not going to watch
0: it. I'm not unless when it gets done and people that have watched it, like, say it 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 landed because I'm not I don't want to get hurt again, and
1: just need to get over it, Tony.
0: Well, one of the things that some people that again on on go to uh, on Reddit, free folk, that is where I've gotten most of those memes, and again we still bitch about it to this day. It's me,
1: meaning Tony. Yes,
0: and the rest of the the old <laughs> fandom. But even there, like I said, some people that watched it were giving it some praise. But then other people are saying, they started talking about this long, the long night, and 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 this, and and we're like the long or the long winter, and we're like, you mean the one night that it took because that's what happened. Like, you should really not mention anything of Game of Thrones, and you might pull more people in. Right. But you keep mentioning this, which makes us say what the fuck does it matter? Bran still gets on the throne yeah. and it ends in just shittily. So so this
1: is based... One of his books is this, Yeah, right? Yep, this is based okay. off of a prequel book that he yeah, made. Right.
0: And again, it could be uh, amazing. Because
1: uh, where uh, Game of Thrones fell off the rails is after they got past yep. his books.
0: And he's very involved with the show right now, too, to make it good. But I just can't get over the fact of... The overall story, if I could somehow, again, disassociate with Game of Thrones ever happening, I may say this is the best freaking thing ever. It's- but they keep mentioning it, and it's like... So you keep reminding me that this ends terribly. And there's some other things, too, that I've heard from... I didn't ever read this actual book. And I probably should, because everyone says it's a great book, and if I pretend I'm in the book world, none of this shit happened. Right. But, uh... Yeah, so it'll be interesting how that goes. But again, it's an HBO show. Will it get the chopping block? I'd almost think that it wouldn't because the fanfare that came out of this right now is huge. It has um, some of the biggest, uh, the biggest debut series this year. Um, I can't remember where the numbers were that I had pulled up, but it, um, yeah, they've. HBO Max is just saying that it's the most watched premiere show of 2022. Now, it could just be HBO Max things because, obviously, most places don't know right. some of the other things. But, again, uh, going back to Sandman, uh, besides Squid Game, mm. um, Sandman, I think, was either number two or number three overall. First weekend, so many hours like watched that that's a huge feat of itself. Right. All these people... Binge watched it and wanted to watch it the first season, so
1: yeah. I say, like, listen, um, as long as they keep doing Harley Quinn on HBO, then I'm good. Have you ever, have you watched?
0: I have not. Oh,
1: you guys, there's so many
0: out. shows. I actually I promised my brother I'd finally watch the new DuckTales, and it, it's so good. Yeah, it is really. I'm like, this is what you do for a reboot. It. I
1: think, like, on those nights where you're like, I don't know what to watch. And I, I want something I don't have to pay attention to so mm-hmm. hard Like watch Harley Quinn okay. It's a great show it's, it's very well made Did you ever watch Batman Brave and the Bold?
0: Yes I watched I, uh, less of that Because I watched all of uh, the animated series Which right. came before it And then there but was like a
1: Batman Brave and the Bold was unique Because it brought in a bunch of other characters From the Batman hierarchy mm-hmm. And a lot of villains um, But it was also funny um, and that's Harley Quinn reminds me of that show, except written for a much more adult audience, much, much more adult audience. Much. <laughs> <laughs> just spoiler, just to give you a little a uh, a Susan, a little taste of it. Um, they're going through the Batman, the Bruce Wayne, Selena Kyle. Love story right now, and there was a whole episode where they were going where Alfred, because Bruce is such a whiny hanger-on bitch, and, <laughs> and and Selena's like, can't give me my space. Alfred sets up this therapy session for them, and it's the therapist is the music meister. So like they end up having to like sing about their feelings <laughs> in the show, and it was just dumb and funny. So, um, uh, yeah.
0: Do you ever, uh, remember the comic book Wildcats?
1: I didn't ever read it.
0: Okay, but you knew it I know it, of it. I know
1: its existence. I know that Mel loves this shit.
0: Yeah, and yeah. it, uh, I remember there was a cartoon, uh, I feel like that also Was it based out. on that? I, I feel like it, it was. Maybe I'm misremembering. Because I
1: thought, well, so, does this have the little periods? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Wild C-A-T-S. Yeah,
1: I think then maybe, yeah.
0: Um, And that's where I feel like I learned some of these characters. I thought they were cool because I I did pick up a issue or two, but again, it was Image Comics that uh, didn't really know what these comic books were because, again, when you're a kid, you know of Superman, Spider-Man, Batman. Right. New properties were not what us kids related to, so why would you pick that up? So I didn't ever really get into it as much. And yes, I know that, uh, Mel loves it, uh, for the one, the one dude that has the cloth thing over his head. Yes. Um, so, sorry, but anyways, without knowing all this stuff, they are, uh, uh, reintroducing them with a new Wildcats title coming out. uh. And it's
1: Jim Lee that's doing it, right? Yes. Yeah, because it's his original property. It was one of the original image books.
0: Yep, and so I, this is kind of cool because again, it will give me an entry point to kind of get in. Hopefully, you know, I'll read up a little bit on what happened before and if this is going to just be a reboot or a continuation for where it is, but I kind of think that's cool that bringing back some more.
1: Yeah, man. And the
0: art in it was just so 90s, but like yeah. stellar i liked it
1: well i felt did it a couple of years ago with his image stuff right they did it because jim um toe right yep. ended up doing art on it and stuff local boy local boy made good <laughs> um so i was surprised they didn't just keep running with that maybe the idea was that they were going to and then covid hit but 30 years seems like the apt time to do it i guess
0: mm-hmm. and then some other uh, comic book news, uh it's been teased for a while, but coming out uh, soon as uh, Reed Richards is going to finally get to see, meet his half-sister, which the teasing of it and everything, I'm just like, no, we don't need more random family members that we somehow didn't know about for ages. So I'm not too thrilled with it, but that's a thing that's coming out. Interesting. Also, uh, in one of the, the new uh, Spider-Verse comic books... They are introducing a T-Rex Spider-Man, which, his name is Spider-Rex. It just came out, uh, I believe this week, or it's coming out next week. Wait a
1: minute. They're doing another (laughs) Spider-Verse series?
0: Yep. Oh, it actually came out two weeks ago, this one. Yeah, they're riding long and hard on the Spider-Verses. It's all mainly taking place with not... Miles... Yeah, Miles and Peter Parker, I don't believe, are in it. These are just some other characters, so that they can continue on with not needing to interrupt the gotcha. ongoing stuff. It's more or less to just They're like one-shots. But what I don't like about this concept now is it was great the first time, and then when they did the second one, it was still kind of cool, continued on for it, but let's be done. Right. Then they did the Gwen Stacy where she met all of her counterparts, which again was a little weird of, now they all have powers and different things. Uh, the most recent uh, variants with uh, Jessica Jones, that's interesting in the sense of, again, we know there's a multiverse so they can do these things. The Jessica Jones one is is written less as the fun thing and more of a detective, so it's, it's a little bit different right. in the way and I'm okay with them doing these stories. But we don't, Spider-Verse is just like Overdone because I want to say yeah. this is the fourth one, at least maybe the fifth, right? Of going into these worlds and then some person across the multiverse is killing yeah. all the spiders. and.
1: Listen, guys, you're never gonna hit the Spider Gwen apex ever again. Stop trying, yeah.
0: And then again, this is kind of weird too because it looks cool. I know any kid would be like, That's a T Rex, that's
1: a Spider Man, sure,
0: but also in my mind, goes, That's ki- kind of kind of weird and dumb like you got the, the spider ham who's kind of funny
1: and canon
0: well yes canon but also okay you have a a, a weird looking animal thing this is i don't yeah. know but you know what though i'm gonna probably read it just to find yeah. out how he got bit by a ancient radioactive spider or what it is
1: i still list spider one was great from that original one but my favorite one from that series was still spiders man
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one was great.
1: And then there, I think there was the one where that they did the horror comic, right, where he actually ate people like a spider. Like that was the power he got was being able to web people up and like, juice them.
0: Yep. Yeah. That was that, that was good a one. good single issue. I know. Um, they're talking about another uh, Planet Hulk, uh, story oh. going on in the comics, and I feel like them announcing this now. Uh, Really has to do with She Hulk. Mm. Because lots of people think, are we ever going to. We got kind of Planet Hulk within the Thor movie, but we didn't really get Worldbreaker Hulk coming back from that. Right. And what better way to have, again, having Hulk be smart, like all the time, is not what Hulk really is in most of the comic books. Sure. I wonder if there's some big thing that will happen at the end of this series mainly with Hulk saying how you know you gotta suppress stuff that he goes back to an older Hulk. One of the thoughts and theories is that Sakaar and Ship came down to let Hulk know dude you have a you have a kid.
1: Uh, because
0: in uh, Planet Hulk he, that's yeah. where Scar his son came from right. and then he eventually comes to Earth and everything and Marvel has been introducing lots of secondary characters of new generations what if at the end of this hulk uh, show they they introduce scar mm. to then be part of some other future thing it's a thought but it, just them announcing another planet hulk thing the synergy i can't get a, a past of them needing to make comics like the yeah. TV shows so
1: well at least they brought on the original writer right is that what i saw greg pack is yeah. doing it yeah
0: and then well one of the things... Have you heard about the Star-Lord theory?
1: Are you talking about from the show?
0: Well, it's kind of... No, it's a theory that, that the show, we think, has confirmed. So the theory goes, there are uh, in the movies, MCU at least, Star-Lord, um, Peter Quill, his mom, who died of cancer and yeah. stuff, that actress also was the same actress that was in... Uh, the um Captain America movie as one of the USO women. And what... Pe-
1: Are you talking about back in the 1930s and 40s?
0: Think of just the movies. The, and the actress who played right. Peter's mom also was an actress in the, sure. the movie. Yeah.
1: And, so, and As somebody back in like the 40s. Yes. 30s.
0: But not being the same person because obviously that would be time travel and stuff. But a mother could really have a daughter that looks just like them and so the uso officer would be peter quill's grandma because it would be peter quill's mom's mom okay and the thought was and this is all prior to the end announcement which bringing it up now was one of the best end scenes because it was fucking hilarious and credit scenes really great um they suppose and and james gunn has also said that is peter quill's grandma just to kind of canon mcu he you know made the guardians of the galaxy so yes peter quill's grandma was part of the uso tour what if if that's the one that cap got with and so some super serum soldier or soldier serum down the lineage is what kind of made peter quill a little bit more durable and everything So Captain America could be Peter Quill's grandpa. His
1: father was a living planet. That's why he's more durable.
0: Yes, but did the living planet get with his mom because she also has some super soldier serum in her DNA?
1: It was my understanding that he got with a lot of women.
0: True. He was a
1: bit of a whore, Tony. I know this. It's a theory (laughs) that isn't gonna pan out I, no it's terrible it's a terrible theory it's it's
0: a, so one of the end credits of she hulk though was a lot of if he's a virgin who did he get with and if he got with someone did they have a kid and now people are also thinking which is dumb theories are thinking that somehow the reason why hulk and jen or bruce and jen or maybe because they have super uh, soldier serum in them and he's their grandpa dumb i like the star lord one better I'm just bringing it up now because it, I don't know. I know.
1: I know. It's going around out there. I'm not convinced. I know. It's, it's a loose, it's a loose connection there.
0: Um, Sad news, and I really don't know what's going on with Valiant right now, except for they are down to only four employees from what I've heard. Well, They, they have shut down, I want to say officially three times before. And have always somehow come back. Yeah. But it's looking like it's going to happen again. And I don't know if there's going to be someone that's going to want to truly um, save it. Like, I I forget who bought them most recently. I think it was Defy. Um, Don't quote me on that. But the parent company that bought Valiant, that brought them back from the brink before, and then COVID hit, which unfortunately does suck for why they're declined so much. Still owns the IP, and it would probably be in the sense of how things go now, they would sell those IPs off to someone else, and then they can do with what they want, because really there hasn't been much from Valiant. They made that uh, Vin Diesel... uh um, oh, Bloodshot
1: movie. Bloodshot
0: movie, which yeah. was not good. They don't really... And that's the only action figure that they've made. One thing that I know, if they would go into making some action figures, mm-hmm. I think they'd make some good cash coming in, but they... They are cash strapped right now and their books are barely coming out.
1: Yeah. So when they, when they, um, when they hit their kind of like, we're back apex, I don't know, five, six years ago now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I had never read anything valiant and I feel like a lot of people had that similar story. Um, and they introduced a bunch of new characters that I thought were very... Like, Faith being one of them, right? Yep. What fat girl doesn't want to see herself in a fucking comic book with superpowers? I mean, come on! Mm-hmm. It's like my dream. <laughs> um, and and the stories were really good, and they could bring you in. Like, I liked reading um, Archer and Armstrong. I thought the idea... Archer and Armstrong's so great. Yeah, but like... I, I would pop in every once in a while and then try to read. And it just, it got way too, con- it suffered from the X-Men effect, right? It just got way too convoluted. And the thing I have with the X-Men that makes it win over a Valiant property is that I have his. there's just, there's so much history with the X-Men. Like, you can drop the X-Men, not read it for years, come back to it, and you really, you might not know who a couple of the characters are. Valiant, like... I had no fucking clue what was going on half the time. And it felt like homework to try and catch up. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants homework. <laughs> so, I think that probably didn't help. And then, of course, the, you know, the COVID schedule and not being able to release books and stuff didn't help. Yeah.
0: But. Um. Last two things that I have. His um, uh, Top Gun has now secured the Fifth most grossing uh, domestic box office in history. You know, we've talked about it all the time with a stupid numbers game. But what it has is it uh, has now beaten um, Infinity War.
1: Okay.
0: The reason, I mean, obviously that is in news of itself. But the thing that I find funny is Paul Bettany was in Infinity War and his wife is in the Top Gun, the new Top Gun mm. movie. And so, as he said, you know, I'm never going to live this down in my house now. <laughs> and that that just, uh, of his tweet of that, just saying, you know, congrats, but my wife's going to give me a... Hey, yeah. first off, a lot of people I found out online didn't know that those two are married. Who, and,
1: who's the chick?
0: Uh, Jennifer Connelly. Ah. She's the main love interest in the new Top Gun gotcha. 2 movie. But, uh, and then just people are like paul bettany's married to jennifer Connelly. what he's a lucky dude yes he is mm-hmm, but he's mm-hmm. also a really cool dude he's one of the that's one of the uh, one hollywood couples that seem to be strong because people come in and out of those type of sure. relationships all the time and it's cool to see one that goes and that they're supportive of each other and everything but i love the little tease in there so there's that um which Fun. also it makes me sad too because I love that the Avengers were up there. They deserve. They made so much, but I will say Top Gun 2 was a surprise.
1: Never going to watch surprise it. Surprise
0: hit. It's it's worth it just to
1: I don't I didn't enjoy the first one, so I don't know why I would like this one.
0: And again, it's more yeah, different people not would a fan enjoy of things. Of yeah.
1: But listen. I'm not going to fucking dog it on the internet because it's not my thing. <laughs> this is the lesson everyone needs to learn. Everyone can love what they want to love, and shut the fuck up if you don't like it. <laughs>
0: uh, here's a big thing that I, I will say. I re- most recently watched it. It came out like two years ago, 1917,
1: though. Oh, that's a one great of the movie. Most beautiful. It was. I've it was very seen. well shot and shot as if it was done in one shot, and a lot of it was done in congruent shots. But that was to, a beautifully I, shot I, movie. That's the
0: reason why I went in watching it because I as I always say, I don't like watching world war two movies cause I know how they end. And, uh, but this one, I'm like the cinematography yeah. is the why trying to find out where there's cuts. There's certain things in movie magic that I know, but then there's others like, I don't know how they got that shot. I had, I went and spent like two hours watching YouTube videos of behind the scenes, which doesn't take away the movie. It just tells you how much right. more harder just, I know it's not comic booky, but it's so good. Um, but uh, don't have a booze in the book this week just because I didn't really read it, getting over COVID and all that. So
1: Tony hasn't been reading or drinking because of COVID, yes. so he has no booze or book.
0: Now, th- this, I saved this for last just because it is a huge rumor right now, but if true, holy shit. But there's rumors that uh, Henry Cavill is coming to be Hyperion in the Marvel Universe more specifically uh they're looking at he'll be like one of in loki season two's bad guys but it's not going to be just for loki season 2 they're going to have the full-on squadron supreme being part of kang's uh army within the the scope of things because we're going to start we didn't see so much we saw teasing of thanos in the things but i think kang is going to be more a hands-on showing up into Mm -hmm. some other things whether it's a series for just him doing some kind of gloating or this and that and then having a squadron supreme would be a really cool dynamic of that that evil justice league sure but what better person to have than superman to be marvel's bad superman i don't
1: know hyperion
0: i mean he is just i mean like
1: i can get that just from looking at the picture but like is he from a in a different universe? Is he from uh, far
0: future with the uh, same kind of story, but he's more of a dick like, ah,
1: like Homelander.
0: Kind of. Okay. Except for Homelander can be childish stuff that he's more smart, gotcha. but not not always just doing things for evil's sake. Like he's a bad guy, but he also wouldn't just kill a child unless it, you know, he needed to or something. Gotcha. So, little more in there, but yeah, he's, he's more of a, he's shown up more recently in the comic books and some certain uh series, but not, not, has never really stayed the mark to like yeah. be a full on, but it's a big middle finger to Warner Brothers if this rumor is true. And again, it's just a rumor that came out within the past week and there hasn't been any one side saying if it's true or not. And it could be because of NDAs or. Not wanting to spoil if he truly is going to show up in the second season of Loki, but I'm there for it. That'd be very cool. Um, people are saying, "Well, you know, why would he show up in a television series?" It's Like there, tons of people are just wanting to live out some funness in man, the Marvel.
1: Television is where it's at, and also Henry Cavill also is doing a television series. The he was on he The just, Witcher.
0: The the dude just loves nerdiness <laughs> stuff. Why he wouldn't does. he? Just have Everyone some fun to flex. To
1: calm down and enjoy shit and yeah. stop being like me, 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 me.
0: Like, honestly, I never, I didn't really, again, the person and the actor and stuff, two different things. I just always, I didn't really like the man from Uncle. Seeing him as Superman, I was like, alright. I like him uh, in The Witcher.
1: I mm, just, mm-hmm.
0: it, honestly, it was that thing that I've said it before of finding out that he is just a big nerd yeah, and yeah. he just doesn't like, he just wants to be nerd with nerdy people. I'm like, that's the dude that I would just love to have a beer with because he seems like he would just be like, you're not going to like talk to me about my good looks and this. No, I just want to talk to you about nerdy shit. And well, he would...
1: maybe a little bit about your good looks, <laughs> <Yes>. specifically <laughs> having to do with the witcher and that no. hot tub, but you know, <laughs> that's it.
0: So, yeah. So, like I said, that's a, a rumor right now, but that's a pretty big rumor, if yes. Huh, and hopefully we learn more in the next couple of weeks of what goes on there. So,
1: Cool. Who was this? Who was? This is completely, but for some reason this made me think of this. There is a Superman-esque character, I think, in Marvel?
0: Sentry, are you thinking Yes,
1: too? who was crazy, right? Yes. He was crazy. He had
0: the power of a the sun sons. yeah and also, also schizophrenia yep cuz he had because he was a pretty much a bum loser that got this serum that turned him into yeah the century yeah. and he always the thing that i loved about him is that it was one of those things of no one truly knew that what this the void is what they called it it was his dark side and he would go on like some vengeful like evil shit that they would have to like calm him down mm-hmm. and like he he ripped in one of the the series he ripped uh Ares in half the god of war and killed him for a time and he came back very interesting character yeah powers like superman but definitely not whereas hyperion really kind of has the origin story more like gotcha. superman okay. so different but similar power sets and yeah cool well, Linz, it was good hanging out with you again. Yeah,
1: I'm so glad that I could come over and not get infected by you. Yes. By either the bid <laughs> or the <laughs> hiv, I guess. I don't have that. <laughs> uh,
0: well, everyone, stay thirsty. Uh, next for more drunk on comics because next uh,
1: episode 500. We're finally there. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs>